Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys a Dynasty Fantasy Football Mock Draft on FantasyPros.com. This draft is going to be a 12-team draft from the 12th overall spot, as requested by one of my subscribers, Zach, and it is also a Superflex Mock Draft, but I've noticed if you put it as Superflex on Fantasy Pros, they don't necessarily draft how you'd want them to, so I put it as two-quarterback, two-quarterback Superflex, pretty much the exact same thing. It just makes the, the computers draft better. But super flex pretty much is where any position really can be your flex quarterback, wide receiver, running back, or tight end. But you pretty much want to have a quarterback in your flex at all times as well as starting in your lineup. So it's pretty much two quarterback, but it makes it more lenient in case all of your quarterbacks end up dying and you have to play one of them as your super uh, regular position as your super flex. So before we get into it, I'd like to ask you guys are new to my channel to please click that subscribe button down below. It's free. I produce content every single day. Dynasty, redraft, all that stuff. So let's get right into it. 12 team half PPR 12th overall spot and it is a super flex league like I said so let's get right into it I'm going to click start my draft so we're at the 12th overall spot so typically there you're not going to be able to get the big two quarterbacks that a lot of people like in Mr. Pat Mahomes or Lamar Jackson but that's okay with me so we are going to get right into it so obviously right now I'm going to actually subtract myself so I'm not as huge on the screen so you guys can still see it but looking at the draft board now we are at the 12th overall spot the first pick of the draft was Christian McCaffrey followed by Lamar Jackson Pat Mahomes Saquon Barkley uh, Michael Thomas Alvin Kamara Ezekiel Elliott Dalvin Cook Josh Jacobs DeAndre Hopkins Devontae Adams and now it's our pick so only two quarterbacks went in the first round that's pretty typical you're gonna see Lamar and Pat Mahomes typically go in the first five picks sometimes uh, Mahomes goes first other times Jackson goes first but I've Notice the typical 101, even in Superflex leagues, is Mr. Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey, just due to how safe the guy is overall. Even if he doesn't finish as the running back one, he's guaranteed to be running back one, two, or three, unless some type of freak injury happens. So that obviously makes a lot of sense. That he's my 101 as well. That's who I'd be picking at the 101 in my super flex leagues. So the next uh, picks to talk about, Lamar, Pat Mahomes, like I said, Saquon, pretty typically the second running back off the board in these dynasty leagues as well. And then the rest was pretty typical. I don't agree in picking Michael Thomas that early in a super flex league or having three wide receivers being picked in the first round. But hey, some people like to get those wide receivers. But I think the running backs and quarterbacks are key in the first five rounds of the draft you typically want to only draft running backs and quarterbacks at least in the first four rounds so right now looking at the board there are all the quarterbacks that I still like so right here it's very easy for me I'm going to go ahead and select my quarterback three in dynasty fantasy football and that is Kyler Murray now this offense is amazing they are very 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 pass heavy offense so that bodes well for Mr. Kyler Murray Kyler Murray was a rookie last season now he's second year in the NFL he has like 10 plus years left in the NFL especially if Cliff Kingsbury stays here as as the Arizona head coach I think Cliff will really succeed. Now, we saw last year Arizona actually just be dumb and kick the ball on the one-yard line multiple times instead of just trying to jam it in there with Kyler QB sneak. That's because Cliff was was probably playing safe to make sure he can maintain his job, to make sure he doesn't get fired after one year like his name was Freddie Kitchens. So I'm going to go with Kyler Murray here. Young man, he's pretty short, but at the end of the day, that doesn't matter because he's got that running upside and that passing upside, and that's what you want to secure on your fantasy football roster for Dynasty, especially a super young quarterback like Kyler Murray. So 
so now it is our pick again because we're picking 12 we have the turn i like the turn i like being the one and i like being the 12 because you get that turn uh respectively sometime in the draft so now is when you have to make the decision do you want to go double quarterback or do you want to wait see what falls to you in the third round and sometimes i like to go dual quarterback but in this situation i think i would like to wait because i don't think the computer is going to be picking a lot of quarterbacks and i also think that in a lot of leagues it's really based on the league some leagues the quarterbacks are going to come flying off the board in super flex in other leagues it's going to be a little bit more slow like i noticed in my one league quarterbacks were going super fast in the other leagues there wasn't as many quarterbacks getting picked in the first three rounds as the other one so it's all about the league but here to me there's one pick and it is glaring out to me and that is joe mixon i am not worried about joe mixon's holdout they're talking about oh joe mixon might hold out that's fucking bullshit there's no way the guy holds out he saw what happened to melvin gordon he knows his spot in the cincinnati Bengals offense he's a very talented running back last season actually didn't play all that bad even though the start of his season and the end of his season was completely different. The beginning of the season, he looked like a straight-up fantasy bust, and at the end of the year, he was a league winner. I think he's going to be looking more like a league winner all season long this season and for the future. I think Joe Mixon eventually re-signs. I think they re-sign him. So I have very, very, very much confidence in the fact that he is a Cincinnati Bengal for the future. So I'm going to go ahead and select Joe Mixon, who's still a very young running back in the league and does not really have any injury problems, which is something that I like to avoid in these dynasty leagues. I if you're taking this team forever for the rest of time so typically I look two years in advance but in reality you might play in this league for one year this league may go for 10 years so you want to make sure you have a guy that you're confident in and for that reason that's why I like to go ahead and get my uh, running back that is going to be what I believe to be healthy so our roster positions in this draft I don't think I talked about it early on it's two two quarterbacks like I said super flex two running backs two wideouts a tight end and two flex spots so that's how it is going to be drafted this is not tight end premium but if it was you George Kittle Travis Kelsey are obviously going to be getting picked pretty highly in these drafts if it is super flex because a guy like George Kittle or Travis Kelsey are technically like a top five top 10 wide receiver with that boost so looking at the draft board after we went with Mr. Joseph Mixon Tyreek Hill came off the board followed by Deshaun Watson Miles Sanders Chris Godwin Nick Chubb DJ Moore Clyde Edwards Lair Dak Prescott Juju Smith-Schuster Julio Jones Mike Evans Russell Wilson Derek Henry Calvin Ridley Jonathan Taylor Odell Beckham Jr. George Kittle Amari Cooper Kenny Galladay AJ Brown Carson Wentz and Travis Kelsey so right now Looking at the board, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks have already came off the board in the first three rounds of the draft. That is going to be very typical. That's going to be something you're going to be seeing a lot here. So right here is where I would have to get my second quarterback. A lot of talent fell to me, but first we're going to go ahead and attack the running back or wide receiver position. So I'm going to go ahead and hide all the drafted players already. So looking at running backs in the third round, you have to pick this guy. If he is here in the third round, you should come in your pants and instantly pick the guy because of how amazing the talent is here. And that's Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler to me is a top 10 fantasy option locked and loaded in for the next couple of seasons. They got rid of Melvin Gordon. You want to know why? Because it's Austin Eckler's goddamn job. Austin Eckler has shown the talent, the immense talent that he has last year with Melvin Gordon and without him. So I think he should be great this year, especially since they only added a running back super late in the draft that should really not compete for this job with Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler should be free to do whatever he wants. Now, if Austin Eckler wasn't here at the end of the third round, which is kind of crazy, if he's not here, you're going to go with either Kenyon. I think you go with Kenyon Drake here. Uh, for sure, Kenyon Drake to me, even if he's only an Arizona Cardinal for one year, that's amazing value, but I think he will be. I think they'll sign him for a long-term type of deal. Uh, there's no other guys at the wide receiver position. If he wasn't here, I probably would go with uh, a guy like Cooper Cup. 
or a guy like Cortland Sutton or DK Metcalf. Even though I think Cooper Cup may not be an LA Ram in the future, I think that if he is stuck in being a Ram, he's going to be super talented. And I really like that value here. But for me, Austin Eckler is the pick 100% of the time. So that's who we're going to select here. And now it is our pick yet again. So we're going to go ahead and attack the quarterback position. So looking at the quarterback still available, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford. Now a lot of times Josh Allen is not going to be here. He typically gets picked around the second or third round. So if he's not there, to me, it's Joe Burrow 100%. Joe Burrow, I think, could be a top 10 fantasy option, top 12 fantasy option this year, top 14 this year. But for the future, he should be top 12 locked and loaded. This Cincinnati Bengals offense is looking to turn it all around. They got Zach Taylor. They got a whole new regime there in Cincinnati. Obviously, same similar regime from last year, but they didn't really try last year. They were kind of trying to fucking lose, and they benched Andy Dalton and all this. But it's Joe Burrow time in Cincinnati, and I think he'd be a great pick here as well. But I'm going to go ahead and get my quarterback number six in Josh Allen. I just see Josh Allen being quarterback for the Buffalo Bills for a long time. Him and Russell Wilson I actually had to debate with in the third round of a draft I believe a couple of weeks ago and I ended up going with Russell Wilson but hey they're so close to me. I think Josh Allen is a very talented guy. He has a lot of rushing upside and that's key for these type of leagues where it's four point per passing touchdown because you get actually two extra points for him running it in and he is a very very safe rusher. Eight rushing touchdowns his rookie season. Nine last season so he's got that like eight rushing touchdown floor I would say and he's also going to get above 500 rushing yards pretty much every single year so I like Josh Allen especially in the division now that I think the Buffalo Bills could easily win I'm a Miami Dolphins fan but with that said, I know how good the Buffalo Bills are, and I still think the Patriots may end up winning it just because Bill Belichick's a crazy motherfucker and could win it. But at the end of the day, I think the Bills are on the up and up, and they'll likely be the team most people think are going to end up winning that division this year of the AFC East. So after we went Josh Allen, Marky Mark Andrews came out the board, followed by Cortland Sutton, Al Robinson, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers, J.K. Dobbins, Stephon Diggs, Matty Ice, Cooper Cup, Zach Ertz, Melvin Gordon, Kenyon Drake, CeeDee Lamb, Todd Gurley, uh, Daniel Jones, Jared Gaff, Joe Burrow, Tua Tungvaloa, DeAndre Swift, and Key Sean Vaughn. Picks I want to talk about here are Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is very talented to me. I think he has the potential to be maybe even the number one tight end in fantasy football this year. So getting him in the fourth round, a guy on a very, very good offense that should be great for the next couple of years. I see no reason not to pick him in the fourth round, even though I'm not a tight end guy, usually going early. Zach Ertz at the 501 is a huge reach. Zach Ertz probably has one or two years left in the NFL, I would think, due to the fact that he is just getting hurt. And what is he going to do? Sit on the Eagles for longer. He's done with that shit. And Dallas Godert is emerging, being a great tight end in the league. We saw after we went with Allen, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks came off the board. So the quarterbacks start really flying off the board in a lot of leagues. Before the end of the fifth round, there's going to be pretty much all of the ones that you want gone. And that's why I like to target two in around the four, first four or Five rounds. I really do like the Daniel Jones pick in the fifth round, even though many people might think it's a reach we've seen. Daniel Jones will likely be the quarterback for the Giants for at least his whole rookie contract. And getting that in the fifth round is great because he has that rushing upside. And he also has the upside of maybe he could figure out how to stop fumbling the goddamn ball. Danny Fumbles did struggle with fumbling last season. But I think at the end of the day, Daniel Jones should be able to figure it out by the end of this season. So looking now ahead, another guy that I don't really like is Keyshawn Vaughn. I think for the future he'll be good. But in the fifth round is a little high for running back. That kind of that kind of worry about his rookie season since Bruce Arians doesn't seem to like to use these rookie running backs early in 
in their career with David Johnson. He liked to, he waited, he said in uh, All or Nothing, if you watch that on Amazon, Bush told me this, Bush of the Fantasy Stock Exchange, he said that, hey, they said that he would, David Johnson, Bruce Aaron said that David Johnson would be the workhorse running back by Thanksgiving after he saw all this talent. So he likes to wait on those guys. So I think Keyshawn Vaughn is great for the future, but the fifth round is a little high for my liking. So now we are up at the 5-12, and here it's very easy. We're either going running back or we are going wide receiver here, and we have two picks so we can get both. Right here, it's actually kind of a tough decision. We have Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell's on the board. Those are a lot of running backs I like besides Devin Singletary. Now, Chris Carson, to me, has immense upside, but we know this guy has fucking fumbleitis, and we know Pete Carroll may not want to be all over the Chris Carson train for the future. So it kind of takes him out there. Le'Veon Bell's a very safe pick for the next couple of years, but I want to go and get that upside in my man Cam Akers here. Cam Akers played his uh, college career, his collegiate career, as a Florida State, at Florida State University as a Seminole, and I think that Cam Akers is easily going to tear it up in the NFL. I don't think he instantly has an impact, so I don't think week one, week two you want to start him, but by week four, week five, I think Cam Akers is going to be the lock and loaded running back one for this Rams roster that likes to use a heavy workhorse running back. You saw what they did with Todd Gurley his first couple of seasons in the NFL, so I think Cam Akers could easily mirror that since he is such a talented player. So I'm going to go ahead and select Cam Akers here. And now we are up yet again. So I think I might actually go with a four running back approach. Looking at the quarterback still available, I think I can wait and get my QB three and a guy like Tom Brady later. So it's either wide receiver or running back. So looking at wide receivers, guys like DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy, DJ Chark, Debo Samuel, uh, Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, all still available. So I think here is where I'm either, I think I'd have to take running back since I think it's going to fall off completely from here and go with the guy that I really do like still. And that's David Montgomery. I know his rookie season last year was, was actually the opposite of what most thought it would be. Most people thought David Montgomery has top 12 upside and he didn't finish like that, but he did finish pretty well for a rookie running back, but it was just all this hype going on about David Montgomery that made people really buy into him. And this year, his hype is at a zero. He's getting drafted very late in redraft. He's getting drafted in the, what round is this? This is like the sixth round. The 601 is where he's getting drafted in these dynasty leagues. I think that is extreme value, and I would love to get him here in a lot of leagues. So we're going to go with the four running bike approach and then hammer on some quarterbacks and wide receivers later since the wide receiver value really falls late, whereas the running backs are gone by, let's say, round six or seven. So after we went with David Montgomery, the computer is going to go ahead and make their pick. So if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, I would really love if you guys could click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I upload every single day, like I said at the beginning of the video, so you're not going to want to miss out on that. Now we are going to take a look at the board real quick to recap after our picks, especially for the audio listeners, because it's going to be much easier for them to understand. If you're listening to this on podcast, please leave a review down below as well. So after both Dave Montgomery, Matthew Stafford can't the board, followed by DK Metcalf, DJ Chark, Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, Jerry Judy. So you're going to see this a lot in rounds six, seven, and eight. You're going to see a huge wide receiver run. After that was Darren Waller, Mono Man, Sam, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, uh, let's look. Adam Thielen, Chris Carson, Tyler Boyd, Devontae Parker, Evan Ingram, Jalen Rager, Jarvis Landry, Debo Samuel, Christian Kirk, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jefferson, Noah Fant, Robert Woods. Robert Woods would have been my target there at that point. I also like Parker a decent amount. Terry McLaurin I really like, and I also really like Tyler Boyd, but none of them ended up falling to me. So I kind of regret going David Montgomery, but at the end of the day, we're still going to go ahead and be able to get some talented wide receivers that I think have a lot of upside and could be on our team for the future, especially though the thought of 
not having Montgomery and having Le'Veon Bell really would not be too different for me. Since a lot of the great tight ends have already gone, we're going to go ahead and punt the tight end position because not a tight end premium, even a tight end premium, I think you can do it. I just go ahead and typically wait on the tight end until later and attack that. So we still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight rounds left in this draft so we can get plenty of wide receiver depth as well as some late round quarterbacks that I like. So looking at the board here, wide receivers, Michael Gallup still available, followed by Hollywood Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Nikhil Harry, uh, Mike Williams, Michael Pittman, Denzel Mims, so a bunch of talented players. So here for me, it is a very easy selection, and we're going to go with Michael Gallup now. While I don't love Michael Gallup, I think he's still going to be talented. Over 1,000 yards last season in his sophomore year in the NFL. I understand they're bringing in C.D. Lamb, but I don't think C.D. Lamb makes that much of an impact year one in the league. So I think that Michael Gallup is going to be very, very, very good for this year. And maybe you can trade him off at the end of the season before CeeDee Lamb really gets good. Or you can trade him off early in the season uh, after he blows up and has some good games. So now we got attack wide receiver yet again. Now there are a lot of high upside picks still available. Guys like Hollywood Brown could really hit this season to have a breakout year. I'm not sure I necessarily believe in it, but I wouldn't hate it here in the eighth round where I'm going to be hammering a lot of wide receivers in a row going with a high upside guy. Uh, Nikhil Harry, I think is poised for a breakout season, but the quarterback situation kind of scares me. T.Y. Hilton's very injury-prone, very old, so I'd kind of avoid him here. Denzel Mims, I think, could be great for the Jets, but who knows if he's even going to be the number one target. It could be Mr. Brashad Perryman, Michael Pittman as well. Brandon Cook's just injury-prone for me. Same with Will Fuller. I mean, those two Houston guys are going to be injury-prone as fuck. You replace one of the best wide receivers in the NFL with a bunch of injury-prone. Sorry, motherfuckers. So we're going to go ahead and select Hollywood Brown here. I think Hollywood Brown has immense breakout upside this year. We saw multiple games. He was very boomer bust last year. He'd go in one game, come out the other, and play like shit. But at the end of the day... He was kind of getting hurt a bunch during the season. So I think if he's able to stay healthy, he should be a great, great pick here in the eighth round as my wide receiver two. But he's not always going to be the wide receiver two because I'm going to be cycling these guys in and out based upon their opponents this season. So now that we have done that, we still don't have a tight end. We are looking probably to get a quarterback three or in, in, with our next two picks, one pick uh, or the other one, obviously. So looking at the board after we made our selection, we can see that after we went with Hollywood Brown, Le'Veon Bell came out the board, followed by Kareem Hunt, who I really, really do like in uh, these Dynasty Leagues, because I think if, and a redraft, I think if Chubb goes down, he's going to be great, and I think if Chubb still plays, he's going to be great. So after Kareem Hunt came off the board, Captain Kirk Cousins, you like that, came off the board, followed by Jimmy G, terrible quarterback, Hunter Henry, Nikhil Harry, Devin Singletary, Denzel Mames, David Johnson, T.Y. Hilton, Carrion Johnson, Justin Herbert, the pervert, Brandon Cooks, Ryan Tannehill, Darius Geist, Mr. Injury Prone, Drew Locke, Darrell Henderson, famous Jameis Winston, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, TJ Hawkinson, Cam Newton. Now, some of this stuff is a bit fucked on, uh, fantasy pros none of those quarterbacks should have been taken yet uh actually some of them could have like justin herbert but i don't think winston should be coming off the board or cam newton since they don't even have a team so we're gonna go ahead and make the easy selection here and go with tb12 to be our quarterback three if he wasn't available right here i would happily pick mr gardner Minshew because i think even with just one year gardner Minshew could easily tear it up in the league for just one year but for the future obviously I think that he may end up being gone if he doesn't play well but if he plays well I don't think they're going to be in the position to draft a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence at the 101 because we know Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first overall pick in the NFL draft so if he end up ends up using that mustache miracle and ending up getting them to win a bunch of games that's not going to be able to happen and he might be able to secure his job for another year in these leagues we don't have a defense or a kicker because I don't think in dynasty you should do that 
especially defense, because then you're going to have to own, like, three defenses. It's fucking stupid. So, right here, we're going to have to draft yet another wide receiver, and here is where we get a guy that I find to be extremely talented in LaVishka Chenault Jr. Now, obviously, he's a fucking rookie. He doesn't have any stats. I don't even know why I bother clicking on him, but in Colorado, he was a very talented wide receiver, and I think he has a great rookie season. It's DJ Chark, and it's LaVisca Chenault. There's no one on that team that is anywhere near as talented as those guys, so I think LaVisca becomes the wide receiver two on the team, potentially even the wide receiver one. He's a very talented guy that the Jacksonville Jaguars went out and drafted, so I think that he should be able to have a good rookie season. Nothing super explosive, but I think at the end of the day, as a late-round guy for the future, he is a very, very good pick. So, after we went with Mr. LaVisca Chenault, if we look at the board, there's a lot of guys getting taken that are very injury prone and that's a lot of things I like to avoid so after it was Chenault Connor can't the board followed by Antonio Gibson Rashad Penny Darius Slayton Drew Brees Alexander Madison Raheem Mostert Titty Boy T Higgins AJ Dillon John Brown uh, Mitch Trubisky, Marlon Mack, Michael Pittman, Zach Moss, Dallas Godert, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Tony Pollard, AJ Green, Will Fuller, Matt Breida, Tariq Cohen, Philip Lindsay. Here's when I go ahead and get my tight end uh, with one of these picks, and I just believe you have to do that before like the 11th or 12th round. There's a lot of guys I still like here. Um, my favorite target here is between Hayden Hurst and Mike Gesicki. I think I prefer Hurst because I just think he is bound to get probably 100 targets this season in the uh, Atlanta offense. Dirk Cutter, the uh, O coordinator, loves to throw the ball to the tight end. So we saw last year Austin Hooper eat. Hayden Hurst may be even more talented than him. And Matt Ryan likes to throw the ball to the tight end position. So I think Hayden Hurst should be a locked and loaded uh, add to this roster. I think he's a great sleeper tight end. If I wasn't going to go with him, uh, especially with his young age I would have went with Mike Gesicki also a very young and talented tight end out of the Miami Dolphins so look at our roster so far through 11 rounds now it's our 12th pick we have Kyler Murray Josh Allen Joe Mixon Austin Eckler Michael Gallup Hollywood Brown Hayden Hurst Cam Akers Dave Montgomery Tom Brady and LaVisca Chenault Jr. Now that we've looked at our roster, we're going to have to probably go ahead and get either another running back or some more wide receivers before everything kind of dries out here. Looking at running backs, there are still some guys with talent on the uh, the available players. So we're going to go ahead here. It's between Sony Michelle and Rojo. I think Rojo will ultimately eventually lose his job to the running back they drafted earlier in Keyshawn Vaughn, but I think they might still split, so that could be worth it. Same goes with Sony Michelle. I think Sony Michelle's arthritis knee does worry me, but at the end of the day, he's a guy that's going to be getting a bunch of touches this season, you would think, while they try to work in Jared Stidham. So I think that Sony Michelle, to me, would be the pick. I don't love this pick, but I'm not opposed to it, especially since I like the talent in Sony Michelle. I think that he showed his rookie season that he was great. Last year, he kind of regressed. He, he regressed technically because a lot of people were really hyped on him. And they, they the offense likes to run the ball, but they kind of use a committee. But at the end of the day, I think Sony Michelle is so talented that super late in these drafts, it would be kind of stupid to avoid a guy who likely has two more years at least in the New England system. So after we went with Mr. Sony Michelle, now we're probably going to have to go back into the wide receiver well because right now we have one, we only have three wide receivers. We have a shit ton of running backs. We've got like six at this point. We have Mixon, Eckler, and then we have Cam Akers, Dave Montgomery, so that's four, and Sony Michelle. So now we have to go wide receiver. And one of my favorite targets fell to us. But before we do that, we got to recap the draft. After we went with Sony Michelle, Gardner Minshew came off the board, which I love Gardner Minshew, like I already said. Darrington Evans, Austin Hooper, uh, Tyler Higby, Marky Mark Ingram, Big Ben Rothelis Berger, Sterling Shepard, Jalen Hurts, Anthony McFarlane, Gronk, uh, Robbie Anderson, James White, Josh Kelly, Ronald Jones, 
da- Damian Harris, uh, Jordan Howard, Damian Williams, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, Dwayne Haskins, Justice Hill, and Naheem Hines. Dwayne Haskins is a pick that kind of worries me because I think it might be his final year as a Redskins quarterback if he ends up not playing too hot. I think the Redskins, if they end up being so bad, they could just draft Trevor Lawrence and say, get the fuck out of here, Dwayne Hashcan, you trash can. But in reality, he's never even gotten a shot because that O-line couldn't block me running to go attack Dwayne Haskins. So right here, I likely want to get another tight end probably, as well as another wide receiver, unless I like any of these running backs, and none of these guys are really calling out to me. I could probably get them later. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Kasiki. I think uh, getting two very talented tight ends here uh, around like the 10th through 14th, 15th, 16th round is what you're going to want to be doing. Uh, Kasiki has a lot of upside in this Miami offense. I think that once Tua gets in there, Tua is going to be relying on the tight end because you see a lot of these rookie quarterbacks or younger type of quarterbacks their first few years in the league really depend on that safety net of the tight end. So I think that he's a great pick here. I also like Janu Smith and Ian Thomas. But we're to draft yet another wide receiver here. So looking at the wide receivers, still available, and we still have one more pick left after this. Uh, Nicole Hardman, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Preston Williams, uh, Curtis Samuel, Anthony Miller, Paris Campbell, Julian Edelman, Marvin Jones. Here, the slander has gone too far. If Marvin Jones is still avail- available in the 14th round, I feel like you have to pick him. But I am going to talk up my other guy, before I pick him, because if you want to go young, I think you go this guy. Now, Preston Williams, I know we just drafted a Dolphin. I'm a Dolphins fan, but I'm not one of those guys who's a homer. I don't just pick these guys because they're on my team. I typically avoid Dolphins, but I think our team is actually getting good enough to where I can finally start drafting them. So Preston Williams last season, in just eight games, was legitimately busting all over Mr. Devontae Parker's face. He was getting a Lana Rhodes-esque facial. That's what was happening because Preston Williams was a dominant, dominant wide receiver. With Fitzmagic, I think he dominates. What happens once Mr. Tua Tungavailoa comes into the game? Who really knows? But I think Preston Williams can tear it up. But to me, Marvin Jones is just so safe. Just so safe. This guy's going to finish inside the top 22, and you can get him in the 14th round. Sure, he's going to miss four games. He always does. But at the end of the day, he's like the 1B to Galladay. So I love that, especially if Stafford can stay healthy. Looking at Marvin Jones' stats real quick, 13 games, 62 receptions, 91 targets, 779 yards, and 9 touchdowns. The season prior, he played 9 games, 16-15, 16-16. So recently, he's been getting hurt a bit more. But at the end of the day, regardless if it's Stafford or not, he's still going to be good because we saw last year half the games uh, were with Stafford for Galladay and the other half were with Mr. Uh, David Blau with Marvin Jones some of them were Stafford some of them with Blau and they both were able to perform regardless of the quarterback because the system revolves around these two wide receivers in Detroit so I think I would hate missing out on Marvin Jones even though I like Preston Williams so much Uh, the only worry with Marvin Jones is he's getting up there at age but I think he should still be playing for a couple more seasons so that does not really worry me so now looking at the board after we made our selection of Marvin Jones we might want to go ahead and get our fourth quarterback if uh, they are the guys are available. If not, you can pretty much wait a bit longer. So I know you guys can't really see it. So I'm gonna move myself here uh, for a second. So looking at the board here because this stupid fucking thing is in the way. Marvin Jones. Uh, after we went with Marvin Jones, Chase Edmonds came off the board, followed by Miko Hardman, Eno Benjamin, Duke Johnson, Rolls Royce Freeman, Latavius Murray, Boston Scott, Rock Armstead, uh, Derek Carr, LaMichael P Ryan, who I'm not really in anymore. Or what? I don't know. Fucking animal said some shit on BDG, which I thought was funny. He was like, I am not. I am Lamikin LaMichael P. Ryan or something. I thought that was funny, but I'm not Lamikin LaMichael P. Ryan. I don't really understand it, to be honest with you. Frank Gore kind of just 
just sucked all of his value away, just like Franco always does. After that, it was Jamal Williams, D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Dallas, Irv Smith, Brian Edwards, O.J. Howard, who I actually think is a great pick late because I think he will probably end up being a valuable uh, tight end uh, in the future after Tom Bra- or after they end up shipping him off, probably. So after that was Brent Dayu, Curtis Samuel, Devin Ozavio, uh Jalen Samuels, Jared Stidham, and Preston Williams. So here we're going to go ahead and select a running back, probably uh, at the quarterback position. If you were going to pick one, I'd probably go ahead and select a guy like Eason, who I think will be great for the future, or a guy like Philip Rivers if you want a guy now, but I think Eason will take over as the Indianapolis Colts starting quarterback for the future. So looking at running backs still available, Justin Jackson, Malcolm Brown, Giovanni Bernard, Benny Snell, Darwin Thompson. None of these guys are really all that great, but I think that I would probably go ahead and just select Mike Boone in case, in case, in case, Mr. D- uh, Mr. Dalvin Cook ends up going down. I think Mike Boone will still get opportunities, even though I think Alexander Madison's the guy you really want to handcuff. But hey, we're super late in the draft, so I don't think that's the worst pick. So we're going to go ahead and select Mike Boone and finish up the draft here. So we got a B grade, but who gives a fuck what Fantasy Pros thinks about my team? So I'm going to move myself back over here to recap our roster. So our roster was recap real quick. Our team is on the right side here since I actually clicked off. I'm sorry. Our uh, team is comprised of Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Michael Gallup, Hollywood Brown, Mike Gesicki, Cam Akers, Dave Montgomery, Tom Brady, Sony Michelle, LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones, Hayden Hurst, and Mike Boone. So I think we had overall a very, very good draft. So let me know down below in the comments what you guys thought about the draft. Let me know any questions you guys have about Dynasty. I should easily be able to answer them uh, down below in the comments. So make sure to click that subscribe button that's on your screen right now. Click on one of the videos above me or to the side. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your guys' day. I'll see you tomorrow with another video. Goodbye.